This is CliffCentral.com. This is the Tea Health Show with Dr. Mark and Chris Avon Smith, sponsored by the Tea Clinic. The Tea Health Show, the medical lifestyle show. Good morning. This is Chris Avon Smith and Dr. Mark Opperman on the Tea Health Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, Mark. Good morning, Chris. How are you? I am exceptionally well and terribly, terribly excited to be on Cliff Central. You know what? This has been some time in the making, um, and uh, I think this is uh, an interesting time slot and an interesting hour that lies ahead. Absolutely, absolutely. And we've got so much to talk about, which is always, always exciting. Let's start off the show talking about what is, who are you? Um, I'm a medical practitioner and I've been specializing in aesthetics and anti-aging medicine for the past 20 years. Um, and a few years ago, I um, started noticing a particular trend in my practice and that's men coming in and complaining about the fact that you know what they are just not feeling themselves anymore um the predominant um presenting symptoms were fatigue loss of energy uh, decreased libido a little bit of problems with erections um and just especially in the workplace uh stress depression anxiety absolutely and and i mean for full disclosure i'm going to i'm going to say that that when i first met you that is exactly what i was feeling you know what um and what was that that was about 2 years ago uh yes yes it was it, it, Going on to two years, because I started in, in the December, actually. So, so, so we're getting there of 2018. So, yeah. So I travel a lot and I, I go to a lot of international conferences, etc. And, um, there was a trend in the United States of, um, testosterone clinics jumping up. And, you know, we investigated this. Mm. And when I looked at my patient's blood results, there was a common, Denominator, and that was decreased levels of testosterone. Now, I just, I, th- I think we need to throw it out there that um, when people hear testosterone, wh- I, they immediately think of the gym bunnies, exactly, and, and and these big sort of muscle Marys bouncing around the gym with all the aggro and chucking the weights down and all of that, China. You know, so you know, it, when you when you look at testosterone, you have to. Think steroid hormones And I think that's where the problem comes in Right Steroid hormones include Testosterone, estrogen Your thyroid hormone Some cortisol, your adrenals They're all uh, steroid hormones For the simple reason they come from cholesterol Right, right So anything that comes from cholesterol Will become a steroid hormone Now what I look at is the balance In those hormone systems And if you restore the balance to a younger state, just like in women where we start them on hormone replacement therapy. Actually, that big buzzword, HRT, right? HRT. And in this one, it's TRT. Um, you know, but the moment that you, that you start balancing and restoring um, these hormone levels, patients start behaving, feeling better. Um, 
for me, what was uh, incredibly interesting is that the biggest effect of testosterone is on the brain. Well, I mean, yes, and and uh, I mean, going into it, you started you started the tea tea clinic, right? Yes, and that was dealing initially basically with men's testosterone levels. That was it. Um, and you know what? Uh, in the past six years, it's developed into so much more. Um, at the tea clinic um, we based in, in Bryanston, um, we deal with male hormone replacement therapy, female hormone replacement therapy, male as well as female sexual health and well-being, as well as aesthetics and anti-aging. Oh, and I love that's the part of the clinic I love is the aesthetics and anti-aging. You know what? It's, it's, it's a good feeding ground for, for when you feel better, you want to look better. So. Absolutely. And, and I mean, I, I think, um, for full disclosure, because I think it's, it's important. I came to you. I went on to testosterone therapy. Now, all those symptoms that you, that you spoke about initially and up, up front, the 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 lethargy the the life was just a grind the whole the whole time i had yeah. no energy but most importantly for me was i felt my mental acuity was slipping away i wasn't focused properly on on anything um i, I you know concepts were I felt like I was in a bit of a fog, and it's, it's, it, yeah, we call it brain fog. Yeah, totally. You know, it, it's it's very interesting that um, for so many years, and I mean many many years, um, women's transitioning from the fertile state into menopause, yeah, um, has always been a, a, a big thing. It's always been known. Um, because their symptoms are so overt, you know, they have hot flushes, they um, have vaginal dryness, they have uh, problems sleeping, they have a little bit of problems with their weight. They're um, irritable. Irritability is a big, big sign. Emotional liability, mm. where um, the emotions are all over the place in a matter of minutes. Um, that's always been well Known well documented and very well described, but andropause, male menopause, so is, strange it's got a name. Andropause is, is only in the last couple of years been described, and this has always been made of as uh, you know what a man's midlife crisis. Now, interestingly enough, this happens in men. Sooner than it happens in women. So, uh, really? Okay. Your testosterone level starts decreasing from about 28 years old. Wow. What we have noticed, and this is, this is worrisome, and you know, if you're a young guy, pay attention. Over the few, past few decades, our testosterone levels have decreased exponentially. I, I, I saw this firsthand when I have, um, father and son duos in, in my practice. And I promise you this. Every time that there's a father and a son, the son's testosterone levels are lower than his father's and there's a 20 to 30 year age gap. I mean, that's, that's incredible. 
Why would why would that be? Is it environmental factors? What what do you think contributes to that? Because the previous generation to this generation wasn't as supposedly health conscious, and you you, you know. They, they, I always think we've we've been far more woke. I'm, I'm saying we as if I'm one of these young whippersnappers, which I'm not. But it's it's um, you know, you you just you just sort of assume that 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 the younger generation is far more to use the term woke nowadays, especially around uh, health and wellness and well being and all of that sort of thing. You know what I. You have to you have to contribute this to a combination of. Environmental factors, you know, with phytoestrogens, estrogens that's in our water, estrogen that is in our food, especially meat, um, and then lifestyle. You know, it's stress, uh, causes cortisol levels to rise and cortisol will have an effect on, on the other steroid hormone, seeing that it's a steroid hormone itself. Right, right, of course. Um, so the trend is very, very clear. Um, Testosterone levels are decreasing. Men are less like men. And I think, you know what, this is the metrosexual male that, that uh, we're describing. Um, you can get what, you can get done what you need to do as a man, but you know what, our, our environment doesn't require us to be the strongest male to procreate. Exactly. Exactly. You know, we don't look have to be that hunter, that hunter with the big kiwi uh, yeah. and go out and hit. So people. when I when I speak testosterone, I I, I I always refer back to animals. You know what? We are animals. We pack animals, uh, right. whether we want to believe it or not. And in pack animals, you have one alpha male. Absolutely. The rest are beta males, and then you have a zeta male. Um, and this is something that, you know, what we need to appreciate and accept. We can't all be alpha males. Um, in, in a group, there's one leader. Um, and evolution will push us towards that in any case. Absolutely. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. I mean, yeah. always. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, when I, when I saw this in my patients, I started looking at ways to alleviate this and compensate for it. Right. The interesting thing that I found was you cannot just supplement testosterone. And that's what I think a lot of us have been doing. There's a lot of products on the market. Well, not a lot of. There, there are products on the market that's designed specifically for testosterone deficiency. Yeah. But it's called hypogonadism. And primary hypogonadism is something that only occurs in a very, very small percentage of men. And we know that because they never go into puberty. Right. right. So these are men whose testicles are not functioning or who can't produce testosterone either due to trauma or um, the testicles having been removed. This is uh, in young guys with undescended testicles. And, you know, what these things lead to cancer, so we have him taken out. Right. Um, a secondary hypogonadism is quite rare. Um, and that's usually to, to um, after puberty. Um, testosterone is a male 
sexual of a principal male sexual hormone. It gives us the characteristics of men. Mm. Um, mm. The lowering of the voice. The, um, Sorry, let me talk. Say that again. <laughs> Just come bring my voice down. Right. The, the, the secondary development of of hair. Yeah. Um, increase in muscle. That's that's testosterone, and that's what we always associated testosterone with. So. Over the years in which I have been using testosterone in my patients, it became abundantly clear that in adult life, in both men and women, the main effect of testosterone is on higher function. And when I say higher function, it's in the brain, right. um, where it supports not only brain function, but the immune system of the brain, which is quite different to your normal immune system. You know, it's, it's, I mean, this, this is fascinating to me. And, and I mean, I keep, I keep going back to the thought, all right, testosterone is this, the, the drug that, or, or the, the steroid that we need in, in, in our body, in our body to, to, to keep our maleness almost going. Is, 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 is that not, not keep it going, but, but, but it underscores a lot of the maleness. Yes and no, because the lack of testosterone in women yes. has exactly the same symptoms or will present with the same symptoms as uh, a lack in men. Um, testosterone is b- b- responsible for libido. Um, right. And I want to classify what libido means in medical terms. It's sexual thoughts and fantasies. So that's different to sexual drive. Right. Sexual thoughts and fantasies is a higher function. It's something that your brain is involved in. Okay. Um, so, Which is like the ignition to sex, right? Absolutely. If you don't think about sex, why would your sex organs work? Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, now we know. We're starting the motor. Yes. Because we thought about it. We see yes. a, a good-looking person and we look and we go, hmm. Yeah. And, and then you start fantasizing. Yes. And that is libido. Right. So um, everything starts with the libido on a sexual on a sexual side. To come back to is testosterone this thing that underlines maleness? It, I think it's it's in men, yes. Um, a lack of testosterone um, in men has certain behavior um, characteristics, and right. the moment that we supplement with uh, uh, low doses of testosterone It's very very interesting How the Behavior patterns Of these guys change And um, I'm going to come back To this one because it's actually Surprising um, And then how The response Of other people To this um, Change it's very interesting for me that when I brought the spouses of my patients into my office four to five weeks later, yes, the common denominator was he is a nicer person to be with. I mean, that's, that's incredible. Um, we always thought that testosterone is – that's what makes us aggressive. That's what uh, wants us to fight. Yeah. In my experience with my patients, it's exactly the opposite. 
It's they become estrogen. Lovers. It's estrogen that makes us become irritable. Um, it's estrogen that makes us aggressive. Right. And it's testosterone that evens out moods. Now, Mark, I mean, just, just saying, saying that you've, you've brought up something that we have spoken, be, you and I have spoken about before. The, everything is a balance in the body. Everything has to, has to be, be balanced. So, for example, with, and we're using testosterone right now, you can't just vuma a whole bunch of testosterone in, into your body because you're going to throw Every you're going to throw a whole lot of other hormones and balances, chemical balances in your body out. Is that correct? Absolutely. The problem with any kind of hormone replacement therapy is that if you supplement with something, think of a pen that you have in your hand between two fingers. Um, if you add on to the one side, you're going to have an effect on the other side as well. Right. The pen is going to swivel. And that's exactly what hormone replacement therapy does. Hormone systems are not in isolation. They cascades of things that happen through positive reinforcement and negative feedback. So if I increase a hormone on one side, it's going to lead to negative feedback on something else. Right. So you're going to throw out the balance immediately. And that's why I said earlier that you cannot supplement testosterone on its own. Yes. Like you cannot in a, a, a woman of um, menopausal age who still have a uterus just um, supplement with estrogen. You will create uterus. <laughs> you will create bleeding. Yeah. yeah. Now with testosterone, it's exactly the same. Testosterone in men naturally convert into estrogen. So you will see someone on high doses of testosterone walk in looking like he-man but acting as she-ro. Um, you know what? They will be emotionally all over the place. They will be irritable. They will be aggressive. Um, and they will tell you that they feel horrible. Now, this is something that... Um, I discovered with some of my longer acting testosterones um, that if you only keep them on that, that for the first month or two, they've or the first two, three applications or administrations, they feel great. Mm. And then they start feeling mediocre. And then eventually they feel worse than before they started. Why? Because the balance has been thrown out. Right. And it's all about this balance. And this is what we do in, in my practice specifically. It's all about the balance. My patients know um, when I have my first consultation with them and it's a long consultation. Very long. I mean, it's, you, you prod and pro probe, and I'm not talking physically here, but, but you, you interrogate lifestyle and, and moods and all sorts of things and, and, and with very pointedly, but you do it. You know what? There's so many things that contribute. Let's, let's look at the differential diagnosis for, for low testosterone. Depression, anxiety, um, depletion of iron, um, other hormone abnormalities, um, adrenal fatigue, um, it goes on and on and on. Um, testosterone and low testosterone in men has always been made out to be 
but this, it's normal. It's natural to feel this way. Come on, you're 50 or 60 mm. years old. Mm. For me, I, I've thrown that book out of the window. Um, if anyone tells me it's normal to um, battle to achieve intimacy at the age of 60, you know what? I say to them, oh, my God. Finally, you have your children out of the house. You and your ha- uh, your partner, your spouse, your wife um, manage actually to have some alone time. You should be all over one another. The kitchen table, the coffee table, the, the washing machine. machine the uh, you know what? Now is the time that you've earned mm. to to be spontaneous, and things are not working the way they. Would you come home and you know what, uh, Mrs. Jo- Jones is bent over the washing machine and um, okay, mommy, stay like that. Daddy just quickly has to go and take a tablet. I'll <laughs> see you in half an hour. Half an hour later, Miss Mrs. Jones has You're hit you with a broom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, you know it, the, it. It testosterone not only brings back health and and vigor and. Uh, Energy, but it also brings back spontaneity. Right. Um, for me, it's it's essential, and it's something that for such a long time we haven't recognised. You know, it's 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 incredible. This just just discuss, discussing it the way the way we we are, and I mean, I'm 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 just putting it more into into practical terms terms now. Um, I know. Friends of mine in their late 30s, early 40s are starting to complain that their sex, sex drive is going down. They, you know, they, they feel that they can't be the belle of the ball, the party animal that they, that they, they were in their 20s. Well, I mean, who really, you know, who would want to be? <laughs> I always think, but, um. <laughs> but, 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 you know, but you know that, that, that they're noticing the slowing, the slowing down. And, yeah. I, and I, and I yeah. think from an environmental perspective, we have, we grown to expect that at 40, your children are, you know, you had your children in your twenties, in your forties, they, they sort of becoming grown ups. You are becoming older and more sedentary and all of that. And we sort of, um, uh, pushed into this, this thought process that we have to be sort of like getting old, you know, and by 60, we are get really there. And by 65, we need slippers and a pipe sitting on the stoop. You know what? It's very interesting, Chris. When I started the tea clinic all those years ago, I think it's been six or seven years ago now, the, in my head, my demographic was, um, your executives. Um, so these are the guys that are getting to the end of their careers. They are in their fifties, um, up to retirement age. And that's the people that I thought of that I'm going to see in my practice. Lo and behold, and you are right, over the past seven years, I have noticed the trend more so um, that the guys presenting to my practice mm. are younger than 40. I mean, that's, that's frightening. I mean, it, it, you know, people in their 30s should be at the prime of the, really or just about hitting their prime, not in their prime, getting to their prime. They're not even close to the prime. Exactly. <clears throat> but the, the the thing that's supposed to get them to perform their best is no longer there. Um, 
as we said a little bit earlier, testosterone is decreasing um, in the world's male population exponentially. Um, testosterone, interestingly enough, again, most most common effect or most visible effect is on brain functioning. Right. Um, cognition, uh, behavior, um, mood, energy. There's been phenomenal studies that's recently been published um, of the use of testosterone in depression and anxiety. Um, the outcome of these studies were mind blowing. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to just jump in there because when I went on to testosterone, when I when I went on testosterone, and this might not work for everybody, so I'm talk, this is really my personal personal experience. I was on antidepressants, I was on blood pres- pressure tablets, I was on cholesterol tablets, I was depressed. I was actually clinically depressed, and within six to eight weeks of being on testosterone, I was able to start reducing my um, antidepressants. Oh, and I was on sleeping tablets. That, that was the other, other big one. Mm. I was able to start reducing and eventually got off my antidepressants. I stopped taking sleeping tablets. Now, I was, uh, what, what was I, 53 when I went on to testosterone. Um, I had been taking sleeping tablets since the age of 24 Every single night, I, I felt I couldn't fall asleep, and since then I have not touched a sleeping a sleeping tablet. It's <clears throat> let's let's talk about the depression and anxiety side first. We we have to clarify that um, testosterone is not a replacement therapy no. for any of our psychotropic or psychometric drugs. Sure. So. Uh, we need we need to be very clear about that. The studies have been done, and there are signs um, that, uh, um, and there it's clear signs actually that testosterone does alleviate this in men and in women. How far our um, psychiatrists are in utilizing this as a tool in their arsenal to to fight um, depression and anxiety, I'm not sure yet. Yeah. Depression and anxiety has always been um, a disease of neurotransmitters. Now, um, you and I have been doing these programs for a while and we always bring very, very interesting guests on mm, the show. Mm. And um, one of those guests that we had on was uh, Dr. Jody Price, who's a neurologist. Yes. Um, and it was very interesting that uh, during our, our discussion with Jody, um, it, it came across that Depression and anxiety is actually a problem with your neurons and not so much the, the, um, neurotransmitters anymore. Which, which was, which was mind blowing to me. So, so to you speak. know, but there's, there's so many new things. Medicine is, is, is moving at such a pace. It's, we, we discover new things every day. Yes. Um, and the fact that testosterone, um, plays an integral part not only in brain functioning but in the immune system of the brain um, will explain why 
testosterone has an effect on depression and anxiety. Yes. Now, to paraphrase uh, Dr. Price herself, the brain needs four things to function properly. It needs food in the form of either um, ketones or um, glucose. Yeah. It needs oxygen. It needs sleep. And it needs antioxidants. And testosterone plays an enormous role in that. So when you start increasing the function of the brain, the brain's going to sleep better because it works better when it's sleeping. Right. Um, and therefore the body's going to feel better. So for me, it's, a, it's, I want to paraphrase it as a miracle drug because it works on both men and women in the same way. Mm. And I, and I mean, I, I, I think just the fact that it does work on, on women. As, as well. I mean, you, you know, we've always, we grew up with standard three biology, you know, estrogen for women and testosterone for men. The, uh, it's, it's very interesting when I go through my consultation with the guys, um, you know, but they, when I tell them that estrogen is a, th- a steroid woman, yeah, they look at it and I say to them, and then we go through our, our hormone cascades and I explain to them, uh, visually where estrogen f- Plays a role And then suddenly it's My god I didn't know I have estrogen Men need estrogen for two very very simple reasons Estrogen protects us from cardiovascular disease Number one Um, An example of that is If we look at uh, women The incidence of of cardiovascular events In women before the age of menopause Is very low Yeah, Yeah. uh, Estrogen protects them from heart attacks and strokes until they don't have estrogen anymore. And then, then it's exponentially rises, right? Exactly. And it's the same risk then as that of men. So, um, the other thing that estrogen is incredibly important for is bone mineralization. And again, we look at oste- osteoporosis in women. We don't find osteoporosis usually before the age of menopause. Right. Um, and in men, it's incredibly important that you need estrogen. So because estrogen and testosterone comes from the same place and it comes from DHEA, which is the precursor of, of your sex hormones, yes. you can reverse engineer um, testosterone into estrogen We call the process aromatization Oh, it sounds so romantic And, um, <laughs> you know, but it's when you change your testosterone into estrogen And this is what happens in a lot of my patients that, mm. That's been supplementing with testosterone These are the gym bunnies that, you know, what are just emotionally all over the place They, again, and I'm going to, to paraphrase They look like He-Man and walk in um, a meek um, blubbering uh, menopausal women. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, we as, as going back to it, and, and and I think we need to pick up on it slightly. Um, you know, how's it? But I'm just going to juice a bit, you know, t- today. And 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 I mean, I think it's I think it's really important to come back to something you said right at the beginning of this program, and that and that was that it can't be used in isolation as. as Testosterone in isolation. There's other <clears throat> supplementation that has to has to take place. You've just brought in the DHEA, etc. You know, it's it, it to balance everything properly and to get to get those levels right. So, if you if you've ever had any experience in a gym locker room or with a personal trainer 
or with uh, testosterone or any other anabolic um, steroid for that matter, um, you know that they use it for a couple of weeks and then after those couple of weeks they have to use something else to combat the effects of what they've just created and then um, after that they have to do something else and then they start a new cycle. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Mark, sorry, this has just jumped into my mind, but the um – you, you know, people always say you, you go on testosterone and you look, uh, and I'm talking about the gym bunnies now, and they look amazing and they've built and they, they've got these huge muscles. They go off it and they turn into blobs. You know, everything goes soft and it's, 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 uh, they've put on weight and all of that sort of thing. You know what? From the word go, you have to understand this. Testosterone is a schedule for prescription medication yeah it can only be administered by medical practitioners in a medical practice so firstly if you are caught with testosterone that hasn't been prescribed you are breaking the law 100 percent. very easy bottom line um you can be prosecuted to the nth degree of the law because you are selling something that is prohibited right okay so done Point number one. Point number two, it takes years of study, not only pharmacology, anatomy, physiology, pathology, chemical pathology, everything combined to have a full understanding of what supplementation of any substance can cause in the body. If you do not have a, f- a clear and definitive understanding of um, medicine, you really don't know how to use this. Mm. There's no cell study that can teach you this. Um, because it's all so <coughs> interrelated. You can't, you can't just study one aspect of it. You can't study a testosterone supplementation in men yeah. and think it works for all men. Yeah. It's different. Um, you have to bring into consideration comorbidities. Um, one of, uh, there's a reason why guys have heart attacks on testosterone. It's because the estrogen is being suppressed. Um, they have an increase in red blood cell count. So, you know what, they are Lance Armstrong on steroids. Um, you know, it, with a red blood count so high that the blood is so viscous that they're pumping mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you don't know what the effect of a hormone is going to be, you do not know how to compensate for that. And, you know, it's, it's a, it, it's a very, very fine balancing act. When I started with this, I used to tell my patients, doing testosterone supplementation, doing hormone replacement, is walking a tightrope in the dark. You're carrying a dumbbell in one hand and an open umbrella in the other one. And just so that there's a little bit of interest, someone is yanking on your rope. <laughs> um, and you don't know when it's going to happen yeah. or what's going to happen because every single patient responds differently. And if you don't have the methods and the systems in place to monitor them, you do not do this safely. And it's about creating balance. What you are doing is you 
you're creating a serious imbalance, which you then try and correct by trying something else that creates an imbalance again. So all you're doing is you're stressing the body. Right, right. And that's, and, and, and throwing every emotion and everything out, out of the window as well. You know what? I think when we're young, we all want to be the alpha males. And we, we spoke about it a couple of minutes ago. Yeah. There's only one alpha male um, in each group. And we all want to be that guy because that's the guy that the girls look at. That's the guy that the guys look at. You know what? I want to be big. I want to be strong. Um, that's, that's what we see on, on TV. It's very interesting that in the last couple of years, it's the geeks that get the women and not, you know, not the hunks anymore. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it has completely changed. And I mean, that's been the theme of what we're talking about is how people have, uh, how men have evolved from, you, you know, I always go back to the John Waynes and, and, and the Montgomery Cliffs of the, of the 50s, you know, those square-jawed, you, you know, he rugged he-men smoking Texan plane. You, you say this, and you know what, last night I, I learned in 1953, um, Sean Connery was third or second runner-up in Mr. Universe. Yes. Did you know that? I, I only found out now with his um, uh, obituaries. I so, mean. yes, you know, but there are men with naturally high testosterone levels. But let's look at Bill Gates. Yes. Most probably the most powerful man in the world. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Bill, because you're probably listening to us. And um, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> He's not the typical... Uh, He-man, ma- macho-looking man. Testosterone camel man, no. Steve Jobs. I mean, all 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 the 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 the, the heroes of our of our time, and I mean, I, I call them heroes. Uh, people might, you know, diss me on that, but 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 all those people are change ch- have changed that that whole physical look. You look at our actors. Again, you you take the John Waynes and the Montgomery Cliffs and the Sean Connerys and all all of those. Who have we got t- today? They're far more metrosexual. Um, far more. E- and, and I'm using nobody can see me. I'm sitting doing air quotes in the studio, but it's it, 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 far more metrosexual in in, 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 in in their looks. They they look after themselves. We don't want a scraggly beard. We want a well-defined beard now. And so it's quite interesting in February of this year, just before every world went to chaos. <laughs> um, I was in Paris at uh, um, an international congress. 10,000 delegates. Yes. Um, and I was sitting in one of the sessions and the question was, what makes a man handsome? And sure. this goes, uh, this feeds into the aesthetic side of my practice a little bit. And it was an international study that was done worldwide on women to describe the, the ideal Man, right. This man is older. He's in his late forties, early fifties. He's grey. He's got lines and wrinkles on his face, horizontal forehead lines, lines around the eye area. He's got a strong, square jaw, strong nose, and. Think about that. You know, it immediately you bring up uh, George Clooney, a Kenny Rogers kind of look, mm-hmm. um, because they 
inspire not lust, but um, respect and trust. I was just going to say safety and security. They they, they, they they come across as safe and easy to be with. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, that that's fascinating. I want I, I want to just just jump back a little a little bit and um I I I think we we need to we can never uh be strong enough saying guys you've got to be careful how you ta- how you take the, this uh, these drugs so for goodness sake don't listen to us today and think okay I'm going to ask my really nice mate the dealer down at the gym to help and they are dealers for exactly yeah, that. They're, they're dealing they're something dealer. illicit. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you might call him your trainer and give him, give him 500 rand a session. But actually, if he's, if he's pumping you full of, full of testosterone, it's, he's a dealer. You, yeah. You, you know, and, and, and I think, it's, I think it's so important that, that, that we honestly just put it out there. Who do you want to go and see? Yes, there are a, a few, very few experts, um, who, who, Concentrate on um, testosterone or, or hormone replacement therapy for men, um, but who's your first port of call? Your first port of call is your GP, one hundred percent. So you know what? Let's go one step back. Let's try and we have a few minutes, minutes, fifteen yeah. minutes left. Let's summarize. What are the signs of low testosterone? Yeah, the most obvious sign for men. Is a decrease in sexual functioning. So in my mind, I take sexual functioning and I, I split it into libido, libido being higher function. That's your fantasies and your thoughts. Now we will see then often a decrease in sex drive as well, how frequently you want to have sex. And then in the mechanics of sex, um, you know, but the functioning of your sex organs. Right. That the hardness we, of your erection. Exactly. The, 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 the lack thereof. Exactly. The how difficulty often? to maintain an erection. That's the easiest one that we see in men. Well, as a testosterone patient, that's all great. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> so I want to clarify that testosterone doesn't play a direct role in having an erection. Yes. You do not need testosterone to have an erection and so eunuchs prove ED, that. For ex- if you've got ED, for example, testosterone might not be the be all and end all to, f- yes. to fix it. Yes, okay. absolutely. So that's number one. Um, your sexual functioning, then energy levels, mm. fatigue, um, moods, irritability, depression, anxiety. Um, again, back to higher function. Yeah. Concentration, focus, drive. Um, on the physical side, we have that you know what, a little abdominal weight that that um, oh, seems yes. to oh, yes. to linger and that it's difficult to get rid of. Decrease in physical strength. Yes, those are your your earliest and easiest signs of um, testosterone deficiency. Then we have the um, – where was I now? I lost my train of thought. Okay. So that, those are what testosterone uh, happens presents to all of us. So you, you need an injection. I need an injection, yeah. So what do we do then? Um, 
you know what? Easy enough. Have have a look at your testosterone levels. Right. But you cannot look at testosterone on its own. We right from the start we say testosterone is one of our steroid hormones. So we look at all the steroid hormones and we look at the way in which these hormones interact with one another and the balance and the ratios between them. That's what I do. So going to your GP who doesn't really deal with this is a good starting point for you. Um, and for your GP who should be open-minded about this, referring you on to someone who does. Right. It's about interpreting the results and understanding what you see on the paper in front of you. Combining that with what the patient presents with, that will depend and dictate your, your treatment going on. So start with your GP, start with a simple blood test, go to someone who understands how to interpret this and then how to treat you. I want to defend my, my colleagues out there, guys, uh, for the listeners out there, you need to understand that testosterone supplementation like hormone replacement therapy is very, very difficult. It's specialized in the sense that this takes Time. Right. Your GP with a practice and a waiting room full of sick people cannot always spend the necessary time on a consultation or on a treatment protocol or plan with you because he is needed somewhere else, not only for, by his patients, but he needs to see a certain amount of people to eat at the end of the day. Right, exactly. So um, there are GPs that specialize in functional medicine. Um, there are specialists that specialize in this. And then us, there are some of us, and again, unfortunately, there's too few of us that specialize in hormone replacement therapy. So... That's where we start. Then, this is a, this is a, a, a long-term treatment program. Chris, yes. you have been on this now for the past two years, I think. Two years, yeah. Um, and you're one of the people that very quickly, not one of the people, all my patients realize very quickly there's a lot involved in mm. going on to this treatment. Mm. It's not as easy as, you know, but just every three months having an injection. No. Um, that's one of the options, but it doesn't work for all the patients. This works especially well. The long-acting drugs work well in older patients. And when I say older, I mean older in the late 70s and 80s. Right. But for younger people, that's not my ideal treatment. Yeah. I mean, mine, uh, mine is a couple of daily supplements and um, injections to, uh, once a week. Yeah. That's me, you know. And, so, and they're not sore, guys. Um, you you have to be able to monitor your patient mm. on a regular basis because hormone replacement therapy of one specific hormone has direct effects on that hormone system. Let's think about testosterone. One of the things that testosterone will do is it will increase the pr production of red blood cells. More red blood cells in the body means more oxygen. So, yeah, you feel a little bit more energized, but... More red blood cells require more 
iron. So you can push someone, and I have done this with my patients, I have pushed them into iron deficiency anemia. Why? Because I have to get rid of red blood cells. Yes. And um, for that, they have to go and donate or um, venesect blood. Uh, where we take the blood out of the body. But in doing so, I'm creating another problem for myself because I take iron out of my patient's body, which means that I have to supplement. So if you do not understand these things and if you can't get these things balanced, you create more problems. Right. And that's what makes this difficult. This is just one of the easy examples. 100%. So it takes responsibility on both the patient and the uh, practitioner's side to get this right and to let your patient feel brilliant. I'm going it's to a tell commitment. You, it's a it's commitment. It's a commitment yeah. on both parties' yeah. side. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what happened in my practice um, in the last month, two months. We were battling to get uh, – Testosterone, and you know what, for the listeners out there, there's very few ethical drugs in South Africa that's available, mm. and sometimes the drugs that are available are out of stock. Um, so we went on to a, a new brand of testosterone. Exactly the same product, apparently, and within two weeks, my patients started reporting loss of libido, Loss of energy, decreased sleep. And I was sitting uh, on a Monday, I was sitting in my practice in Pretoria, and I happened to look at one of the patient's results, and I saw something odd. And on that same day, there was a couple of other patients that had bloods done and the results came through. And I looked at the results and the trend just was 100% clear. The testosterone levels were being pushed up way past physiological levels. Um, it depressed um, the DHEA, increased um, estrogen, um, and threw out the balance of my, my treatment protocols on each of these patients dramatically. I have a beautiful, wonderful, special person in my practice called Sister Elise, and she Lovely drew lady. she drew up um, a, a a chart, and we gave it to all our patients, and they all, all of them, every one of my patients had the same effect, um, and immediately we we had to find a way of. Correcting this, and we um, had to change the formulation of testosterone again. Right. So, different different brands of testosterone, uh, if, even if it's the same molecule, apparently, like all generic medication, can have severe side effects and complications. Huge and this is this is this. I, I I'm mentioning this to the listeners. Um, so that they understand that there are complications to hormone replacement yes, therapy. Yes. So to bring this back again, there are very few um, specialized practices that focus specifically on on hormone replacement and even less so on male hormone replacement. Yes. Um, 
The benefits of hormone replacement therapy can be far-reaching, so can the complications. It's weighing the one up against the other one. Benefits of testosterone supplementation starts, in my, in my mind, always with better functioning of the brain, better functioning on, of, of um, yourself as a person, with your relationships between not only you and your partner, but you and the people around you at work, between your children, between you and your dog. Um, you Lucky's change. very happy at the moment. No, you know what? Um, uh, it was very interesting. The woman said to me, the guys don't want to kick the dog and scream at the children anymore. Yep. Yep. You know, it, testosterone is phenomenal in that. Um, some of these, these effects are incredibly well described in medical literature, and some of them are not that well described. You will always find before... Uh, um, a study certain perceived uh, and conceived ideas about it. You will still find it after a study is being published. People will be uh, will be for it and people will be against it. Um, it's how you do it. It needs to be done in a controlled medical environment. Um, there's 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 a lot to be said about this. Um, we have five minutes left, we've two minutes just, left. Uh, we've got just okay. two, two minutes left. So uh, let's quickly do talk about the, the T Clinic, the sponsor of the show. Yes. The T Clinic is um, a, a center that f um, f works worldwide. I, I, I see patients all over the world. Um, we based in um, Johannesburg, in Bryanston, in the Bryanston Shopping Center. We have um, satellite clinics um, in Umschlange. We have a, a satellite clinic in Grundloof in Pretoria. We are opening a new clinic in Petersburg um, during this year still. We are opening a new clinic in Bloemfontein um, at the beginning of next year. Um, we operate um, remotely where we do Zoom consultations. Um, it's fairly easy to get hold of us. You go on to… Um, well, the easiest is um, we're going to go get hold of the T-Clinic on admin at the T-Clinic, and it's the-t-clinic.com, and you can ask all the questions that, that you need you need to ask. The, the easy, our phone number in Johannesburg is 010-824-1111. Yes. Um, you can speak to Alice, Dante, or Elise. And they are so helpful. My favorite person, Alice, I hope you're listening. Um, she just gets everything done for me and she's amazing mark we're going to be back next week and we're going to be talking testosterone and women, women which is going to be really exciting and we're going to have a guest in the studio so see you next week wednesday we can't wait thank you chris one. cheers this has been the tea health show with dr mark and chris haven smith sponsored by the tea clinic for more information, contact admin at thetclinic.com.